Sisters podcast. Um, Paris, what are we talking about today? We're talking about thinner. Thinner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we thought it would be really fun to start, do a few episodes dedicated to the lesser known Stephen King movies because we've all heard of Carrie and It and, and The, the Shining. Shining. Um, but what's not talked about so often are thinner. Um, Graveyard Shift, Silver Bullet, and even Cujo. I mean, we know Cujo, but it's not brought up as often as I would say, you know, some of the other ones. But we thought it would be kind of give them some attention. I know why that this, I know why specifically this movie gets uh, not a lot of attention. I do too. I thought, I thought when we first watched it that it was a made for TV movie. It's not. It went into theaters, but it, I, I, thought it was a made-for-tv movie theaters who paid for that i mean it wasn't the worst movie in the world but first time watching a hard watch i will say it, it was hard and it was like i it, the plot is simple but there's like a lot of old men that i can't distinguish from one another and that makes the plot kind of confusing and all the men are kind of trash and there, uh, there's not a good character in this movie. No, there's not. Not even, like, the people that... Spoilers, but not even the people that he killed were good. Yeah, everyone... Everyone is just bad. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about the novel a little bit and the history behind the movie. Um, so what inspired Stephen King to write this was uh, his own struggle with his weight. His doctor told him he needed to shed a few pounds, and that got him thinking, what would it be like to have weight loss forced upon you? The novel was published under his pseudonym, Richard Bachman, in 1984, and it did okay. It didn't, you know, it didn't garner a lot of attention until it was discovered that Stephen King wrote it, and then sales increased dramatically. I will say, Richard Bachman doesn't like flow as much as his real name Stephen, Stephen King. King like yeah. that's just a that's a horror movie guy like that's or Stephen book guy King. that's a that's horror a, guy that's a horror guy that's a horror guy that's a horror movie guy <laughs> <laughs> I mean on some of his books yeah, yeah a little bit yep um but I think I think this was actually the last book he pumped he published under under Richard Bachman um so the novel would be adapted by fil- into film by 1996, just after Shawshank Redemption had been released. But unlike Shawshank Redemption, Thinner was heavily criticized, and it holds a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Understandable. So, yeah, I don't know how we got from Shawshank Redemption to Thinner, because <laughs> one of those super beautiful, just really well-written and beloved movie, Thinner... A Twilight Zone TV movie. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. It would have been a good Twilight Zone episode, but it's yeah. not a good movie within itself. Yeah, I feel yeah. like definitely. Well, you know, actually, a lot of people said the book was really good when I was trying to, um, you know, kind of do a little digging on the story. Um, uh, apparently, yeah, a lot of people liked it. 
um, in that it was actually pretty faithful to the book. Obviously, they had to leave a lot of stuff out, Yeah, I'm sure, because like a good book just doesn't turn into a, a bad movie if it's completely faithful. I think, I think you can do that even if you're faithful to the book but i think there's a lot of that a lot to be said about um like the tone of the movie the dialogue of the movie the editing in the movie the actors i think there's a a whole bunch of things that go into making a good movie and you can't just have a good story behind it true because i do think the story is really interesting i think it's a good story i don't think (laughs) it's a movie that could be made today Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, but with, you know, we're dealing with a few hot topics right now, like such as obesity and health, and, um, you know, um, we call the Romani people gypsies in this movie, Um, you know. It's a movie from its time. It's a movie of its time, yeah, and we... Yeah, so I I just don't think it could be made today, but it would be interesting to see, like... I a think, better version? Yeah. yeah. I think it could, because de- I think the story is really good. Mike um, Flanagan, get on it. Mike Flanagan, that's He right. would do that. He would do it justice, though. He would, he would. He would find a way, and he would make it a good movie. He can take trash and make it treasure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here is Thinner. just you or voice i don't know (laughs) okay (laughs) so the movie starts with a line of cars uh driving to fairview eight uh which is a nice little town and as this line of cars is driving through we pass by this beautiful big house and inside that big house we meet billy and he's standing at the window looking at this line of cars drive by his house and he's like oh damn gypsy caravan because i guess he's just not a good guy overall no and uh, he steps on the scale and he's 300 pounds so and his fat suit not good looks like tweedledee and tweedledum it is (laughs) so bad and in a later scene his ear is like detached (laughs) <laughs> from his body but actually i guess he did have to lose um i think 20 pounds for the movie for the movie yeah and it's robocop 3 not the original robocop it's robo robocop the third. three robocop the third <laughs> robo the third That's the actor um <laughs> and he's actually a pretty good actor i think he does a good job at making himself as unlikable as possible no yeah like he definitely didn't do a bad job i didn't think it just just the role was unfortunate in the yes. movie <laughs> so he goes downstairs and he is greeted by his hot wife Heidi. Heidi. <laughs> and she is very, she's concerned about his health and his weight. And she asks him how much he weighs. And he's like, I'm 297. And she's like, okay, well, you were that weight last week. You're supposed to be dieting. And she hands him a smoothie, a delicious looking blueberry smoothie that she made him. And he's like, oh, you're trying to poison me. It's like, bro. Yeah. What could she have possibly put in there that tastes like shit? Like, yeah, nothing. He's just being ungrateful. He's being an asshole yes um but 
anyway, so then his we meet his daughter, Linda, her, his teenage daughter. And it seems like they actually do have a really good relationship. And she mentions, um, we find out in the scene that he's a lawyer. And his daughter mentions that he has a, a client that's in the mafia that he's representing in court that day. And um, I guess his wife's not super happy about it. She's like, obviously, he's a bad guy. I'm not super thrilled. He's a, he's like a better call Saul type. Yeah, yeah. But um, so he kisses his family goodbye, and he goes to represent his guy. And it should be noted, in trial... He is friends with the judge. How lucky for him. Yeah, we find out in a later scene, and in fact, his client, after they win the case, because what his client was being accused of was putting a, um, a hit out on a guy and trying to pay for this guy to, you know, be killed. Which is probably true. Yes. Uh, now that we see. Now that later. we know this character, after we meet this character. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's clear that he is probably guilty. Um, but Billy's just a good lawyer, I guess. And he's buddy buddies with yeah a, a lot of people within the system. He has so. strings to pull. So they win the case. Later that day, he's out on the yacht with his mafia client. And um, his, his Richie is his name. And he's like, I really owe you one. I pay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay you. But then also, I'm going to owe you, like, extra. You better. Yeah. So we just keep that in your back pocket. Just, just fold it up, put it in there. Where? Anywhere you desire. <laughs> Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Um, so he goes back to his office, and outside of his office, the there's a little um, gypsy festival going on. And it's got all the people from the caravan, and they're just there putting on a show for people. And pe- everybody looks happy except for some of... Um, you know, uh, Billy's co-workers are not happy that they're out there. Um, but he, how dare these these people try have... to make money? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Rude. He, he's up in his office and he's looking out his window and he's staring at one very hot lady. She is a babe. And um, uh, he has a co-worker come up to him and he's and he's like, oh, give her this quarter and she'll lift up her skirt. And at that moment, the gyp- the gyp- hot gypsy lady turns around and... And she acts as if she could hear them, which would be impossible because they're upstairs inside looking at her through a window. And there's probably music playing outside, too. So. Right. And, um, but, yeah, he's definitely ogling her, even though he's got a super hot wife. I guess. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. And also just all these, all these men in this universe are bad and kind of assholey, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to leave, and um, the cops are there, and they're trying to get this this group of people to leave, and th- it it works. They're successful. They the the group gets kicked out of there, and as the hot lady is leaving, she looks over at Billy, and she does a sexy dance, just sexy dance, sexy and then she dance. lifts up her she skirt, lifts up her skirt, and I gotta say, she is very nicely shaved. Yes, I'm. I'm. A, I want to know her routine. How probably, she gets it so smooth. It, if I had to guess, oh, that hurts like a bitch, though. Yeah, but anyway, so she drops her skirt back down, and then she flips him off. Which I, I you know, I, I wonder why she did that. <laughs> flips him off and then spits like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like you shouldn't have shown him your undies. You know that. 
She was teasing him. She was like, I oh, you that. want this? Well, fuck you. Exactly. Um, so later that night, he and his family and a couple of co-workers, or he and his wife, I should say, they're out having dinner at a nice restaurant in celebration of winning the trial. And at the same time, a couple of the Romani people, it's two older people, an older man and an older lady are at this pharmacy where Stephen King is the pharmacist. Ooh, Stephen King is a Stanley in his universe. He is. And so the dad, Papa Gypsy, he's actually the dad on my big fat Greek wedding, which is fun. Oh, and really? Like, mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, he's got this rot <laughs> on his nose, on his face. Very unfortunate. Yes, and he's trying to uh, get something for it at the pharmacy. So, but back to Billy and Heidi, and they are driving home, and the wife is, I guess, feeling a little frisky. Honey. I'm feeling honey. I'm feeling honey. Beat the dick like a motherfucking drummer chick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what she does. She beats Be- his dick like a motherfucking drummer chick. Beats the dick like a motherfucking drummer chick. Yeah, she does. All I think about is food. Well, maybe I ought to help you. Try to think about something else. And uh, I guess she's just like raw dogging it. Just oh, dry. Just dry. <laughs> Probably sweaty. Hand a ween. Yeah. <laughs> and, but anyway, so Billy's starting to get distracted. And then she's like, let's give him some dome. Some dome. The old road head. And it's like. She does exaggerated movements. Yes. And it's just like, so you know that he's getting head. Yeah, just so you know, her head and his crotch isn't enough. You, you have, have to have the yeah. up and down. And yes, we know that man's dick ain't that big. Yes. And like, no offense to anybody, but like also his belly's probably over it a little bit. Yes. So, no offense to anybody, though. <laughs> okay. Love you all. um so at this moment um the elderly lady she needs to get something outside and she is walking out in the street and billy is distracted because he's getting his dick sucked and And he uh, looks like he's in pain though yeah he's like like his face just (laughs) yeah it doesn't look pleasured it looks like pain but okay potato 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 i always say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um and at this moment and while well, he's distracted he hits this woman and he kills her um, damn uh, so it's been a it's been a period of time and he's out, out to breakfast or he's not out to breakfast he's at home eating breakfast with his family and the daughter her, his daughter is concerned for him because she's like is he going to go to jail is, is he going to get in trouble and then heidi chimes in and she's like your father did nothing wrong and he's very confident and Heidi and Billy don't show any guilt over killing a woman whatsoever. Like, even though it was an accident, like, you would expect somebody, a normal person... To be like, oh, fuck, what did I do? To feel bad about it, bad about taking a life. But he's not worried because he knows he's not going to get in trouble. Because who is the judge? His buddy. His buddy. His homie. he also has a witness who's a cop who's also his buddy, Duncan. So the judge, Rosington, and his buddy, Duncan, the cop, they're both vouching for him and saying, yeah, he's fine. It was an accident. It was her fault. And, uh, yeah, he he wins the trial, I guess. He doesn't get in any trouble at all. This court finds no grounds on which to charge William Halleck 
and um, so unjust. Super unjust. Yes, yeah. and as he's leaving the courthouse, Papa Gypsy comes out to him, and he touches him, and he says, Thinner. Thinner. Um, and so, what was, what's that about? Uh, what is that about? That's a weird thing to say to somebody. Um, foreshadowing? So, foreshadowing, perhaps. One week later, he's lost 14 pounds, and he and his wife are happy, but she notes that he keeps eating, and he's not, like, doing anything special, or, you know? And she's like, oh, well, maybe it's guilt. And he's like, no, nah, that can't be it. I'm not guilty for killing somebody. Are you crazy? And so later he goes golfing with his buddies and they go into the locker room and it's the judge that he that he's buddies with. And also Dr. Mike, who's his friend. Um, and on doc on on the judge Rossington's chest, there's like a new rash. And he asks uh, um, the Dr. Mike, like, what's this about? And he's like, oh, it's just a rash. It's fine. And um, great doctoring. And then. <laughs> And the gyp, gyp, and then, oh, geez, Judge Rosington tells Billy that the gypsy man touched him and, like, he had a weird interaction with him. And then Billy, at the gym, or at the, in the locker room, he steps on the scale, and then he's lost even more weight since that morning. He's down another 21 pounds. We know Billy isn't going to the gym. Yeah. He just, he just diets and hopes for the best. Yeah. And he doesn't even diet. Uh, that's the thing. True. He doesn't do anything. Um, and so another week has passed, and his wife is tracking his weight, and she sees he's lost 40 pounds in two weeks, and she's she's really concerned at this point, and she's trying to be like, hey, Billy, this is weird. This is not normal. And he's like, oh, well, when I'm fat, I'm going to have a heart attack, but now that I'm skinny, it could be cancer. And he's just being sad. He just takes everything so personally. He's not very nice to his wife. No. But he finally agrees to go see his friend, Dr. Mike. Um, and he, Dr. Mike tells him he's healthy. He's like, no problem. Like, you have better blood tests than I do. Yeah, they can't find anything. Um, so he's like, well, that settles that. Um, but I do think he's kind of like suspicious at this point. Yeah, you haven't lost weight like at all that you've been trying in quotes. Yeah, and then suddenly... And then- 40 pounds gone. When, it, when some guy comes up to you and tells you thinner, you start getting thinner. But anyway, he goes to buy new clothes, and he sees he's lost even more weight. And now he really is starting to get worried. Um, so later at dinner, he with his family, he's insatiable, and he's just being real gross, just stuffing his mouth full of all the food. And his wife is like, that's nasty. Why are you doing that? And he's like, I have to. I have to eat more. You know, because I'm losing weight so rapidly, I have to stay on top of it. But also, you don't have to be a disgusting yeah, person and I ruin like everybody that. else's appetite. And I have to, I, I hated this scene. I hated this scene so much because I am, I hate the sound of chewing. It makes me insane. <laughs> like, I'll I be mean, next to you and you'll be chewing and I'll be like, uh, giving you the, giving <laughs> you the look. And it's like, there's ugh. some chewing that I, don't like just people chewing in general doesn't bother me um but him that's disgusting it's a real mukbang yeah it would what's happening it would ruin my appetite yes it's gross so yeah he's upsetting his wife he's upsetting his daughter because they can both see something is wrong with him 
Um, um, so he goes out to this restaurant and he's, you know, having his a little meal by himself and he notices that the judge wife is judge's wife is there and she's eating alone and she looks really sad and um i think it's oh, like a waiter that comes up to him and he's like what's the deal with that and he's like oh well um you know judge rosington he's 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 got skin cancer or something and uh he's like okay that's really weird so he shows up later that night to her house and he's like is she get is 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 rosington getting thinner and she's like no the gypsy guy came up and touched him and um said lizard, lizard. and she's like it's re- like reverse evolution <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and uh so she's but now she's trying to tell billy like this is absolutely a curse this is not right and he's kind of like i think he believes her but he doesn't want to admit it um so it's a hard thing to believe i'll say yeah um so he then calls rich client rich richie oh we gotta press pause paris needs her insulin so he calls richie his mafia client from the beginning um and he's italian so obviously he knows all about curses those italian people those italian people and their curses yeah and he asks his mom about it richie the italian guy asks his italian mother about the curse and she tells him that whoever put the curse on him has to take it off so at this point billy is actually feeling pretty positive he's cursed and he tries to tell his wife about it but she does not believe him and she's like you just need to go uh to a clinic and they do he does that he, they check him into a clinic and the doctors are amazed they they tell him he's healthy and he see he's like you know he doesn't have anything wrong with him and at the actually this is the first time we see him eat turn down food cuz he's Ooh. he's that upset he's lost his appetite yeah also i will not say that losing 40 pounds very quickly is healthy i don't know what these doctors are on about well, that's why they're like amazed because they don't fi- they can't find anything wrong with him. They're like, it's not tapeworms, it's not, you know, cancer or anything. It's you know, we can't find anything, so we're amazed that you're losing weight so quickly. Um, but he, so he gets pissed off and he leaves the clinic to go see Cop Duncan, and he arrives at his house and he's covered in warts and boils and blisters, um, and he's swollen and bloody and gross. <laughs> And um, he, they, they both are like, yeah, we're definitely cursed by this guy right now. And you got to go kill this gypsy guy. He tries to convince Billy to take a gun and go kill this guy. Take the gun. Yeah, go kill the gypsy. Yeah, and, you do this. And okay. um, oh, yeah. side note, just off off topic. I, ju- I just it was just pointed out to me by myself. The cop, his name is Duncan. Duncan Donuts. Wow. Yeah, I know. Crazy. You know, who who doesn't like donuts? <laughs> I love donuts. I love donuts. But anyway, so yeah, he's trying to convince Billy to go kill um, Papa Gypsy. And he's like, you're, he's like, I'm dying. And yours is a little slower, but th- you'll get there eventually. And um, he's like, yeah, apologies won't work. You're not going to be able to convince this guy otherwise, so you just need to kill him. 
But Billy is not that awful yet. Not <laughs> he yet. He doesn't want to kill this guy. He's like, I can't kill somebody. Yeah, he leaves the gun, and he's as he's leaving this guy's house, he hears a gunshot. So Officer Duncan has killed himself. Just gave up right away, huh? I mean... He's like, he's not going to kill the gypsy man, might as well. He's in pretty poor condition. He is. He looks like he's in pain. Yeah. Um, so... Billy goes home, and as he arrives home, he sees Dr. Mike's car there, and Dr. Mike is, leaves. He drives off. He walks into his house, and his wife is looking sexy. She's wearing red. The horse color. The horse color, as we all know, and as, she, as they're talking, he kind of, like, envisions Dr. Mike and Heidi making out, so he's thinking, oh, they're having an affair and um which and she's not like suspicious at all like she doesn't show any signs yeah. of like oh other than looking like an absolute fox right now she's like she she seemed like she's concerned she's like yeah, there's you, no curse and uh you just need to get medical help and he's like well i'm being erased lady it's not gonna help me please please don't go through that curse thing again she's like what the fuck are you on about <laughs> what drugs yes. are you taking yeah um, so he hires a private investigator and he, to dig up some dirt on this family, and he tells him that Papa Gypsy is 106 years old and that it was actually his daughter that they killed. Yikes. Yeah. He an old, he an old bastard. He's old, yeah. Um, so put that in your pocket. Put it in your pocket. These people These are magical. People are old. And you, you killed a magical man's daughter, so expect consequences. Um, so he goes back to his house, he pulls up, he sees Dr. Mike is there again, and he walks inside, he overhears him and his wife discussing taking legal action to force him into a clinic. And But he also, I will say, at this point, they're sitting, Heidi and Dr. Mike are sitting on the couch awfully close to each other, and he has his hands on her knees, and they're sitting real cozy with each other. Super cozy. But I think that Mike was just comforting her. Or at least the feelings are one-sided. Yes. Because I get nothing from Heidi. Yeah. It's at, at this point, it's hard to tell whether, like, they're making it seem. They're like making it seem. But then, it, yeah. And then Heidi, but Heidi's just so nonchalant, and you can really tell that she loves her husband, too. Yeah. So. Um, so Billy is obviously enraged. He leaves to go find this gypsy clan, and he he writes a note to his letter, or he writes a letter to, to <laughs> he his writes wife. a note to his letter. Yeah, you he, know, <laughs> he, he writes a note to his wife saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna go figure this shit out. Um, you, if you have anything going on with Doctor Mike, end it." Um, so, and also at this point, he finds out that his wife has put out like missing missing persons or flyers for him to try to find him. Um, so she is she is trying to find him. She does care about him. She wants him to get healthy. And he he is very skinny at this point. He's really wasting away. Um, but anyway, he ends up at a carnival where he sees the gypsy clan has set up a booth. And um, the hot lady and the papa, papa gypsy are at this booth. And at this booth, they have these three dolls. Each of them are like the Billy, cursed versions. the judge, and, and the, the cop. cop. Yeah. And it's... All of them, like, with their curses, just to the max. Yeah. And um, so the gypsy, hot gypsy lady sees Billy, and she brings out a slingshot. 
<laughs> and she starts chasing him with the slingshot and he's running away. That's and, that's one that that's a weapon, I guess. It, it's I, odd. I guess so. And anyway, if someone's running, I feel like it'd be really hard to hit somebody with this slingshot because you also have to stop. I to guess. Sling it. Yeah, I guess you could like mess somebody up with a slingshot pretty good. You could, but it's not it's not the most intimidating weapon, I'll say. Yeah. Well, she I guess she makes it intimidating as he's running. Who pulls up? But the judge. And he is. He looks fucked. He's he's looking rough. He's got that lizard curse. He's yeah, his his skin is all like gray and like he's peeling it's kind of gross i wouldn't say that's what uh skin cancer looks like but yeah um so they're driving away and on one end they're trying to get through this bridge right and at the end of this bridge is a semi-truck coming being driven by papa gypsy okay and they're trying to hit him and then on, they try to, like, dodge it. But then behind them is also Papa Gypsy driving a bus. <laughs> so he's two places at once. And they get into a car accident. And we hard cut to the next morning. So it was, and it a, was dream. a dream. Yeah, it was a dream. Which I actually did not catch the first time we watched it. And I was very confused. The pacing, even me watching it, the pacing was, like, a little weird. I'm like, okay, I guess I guess that was a dream. And he calls Judge Rosington's wife, and what happens now, Paris? Well, she calls him, and he says, like, oh, what's up? Is he doing okay? And she's like, oh, he died. He died in a, uh, in a semi-truck accident, so, like, his dream. And, and she says something so weird she's like i guess it was kind of a good thing though because uh he always wanted to be cremated right (laughs) so both rossington and the cop are dead now and that just leaves billy billy um he continue he continues to track down the gypsies and but before he go he finds them he calls home from a payphone, and his daughter has answered, and she basically tells him that Dr. Mike is there, and he's been there a lot. And he is, at this point, really starting to blame Heidi for what happened. He's like, well, you know, you didn't, you weren't the one driving, so and you're not cursed, so you don't even, like, you were involved, it's all your fault, and, and, and you're not facing any repercussions from it. You're just banging hot Dr. Mike. Which, honestly, I feel like Dr. Mike is the better match for her. Yeah, because Billy's kind of like an a, asshole. He seems like a gentleman. Yeah, the only gentleman in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's fine. Um, a little weird. He's, they're, no, they're, he's, they're, he's yeah, definitely a little again, weird. None of them are great. I don't even really like Heidi either. Come to think of it, because she doesn't feel bad about killing a, a lady. No, but also you don't really see a lot of her either. So. Yes, uh, but yes. So he does find the gypsy camp, and he tries to explain. Um, to the gypsy man that his daughter's death wasn't his fault and he tells him it's unjust and uh, obviously Papa Gypsy's like this is stupid <laughs> like, you, get the you, fuck away he's like you got off scot-free for killing my daughter so yeah you're gonna live with this curse now and he's like and Billy's like I just I didn't see her and then the gypsy man he's like you never see us yeah and he's like, oh, yeah, if you if you don't take this curse off me, you're going to get white man from town's curse. And OK, I'll go. But not before I curse you. 
at this moment, and they're laughing at him. And at this moment, She's like you're not magical. Yeah, like hot us. gypsy lady shoots a ball bearing through his hand with her slingshot, and he's got a hole, and it went through. right through yep. his hand, like a big hole, gigantic hole. Yes, it's like see through it yeah you can see his eye through it and uh then at this point he's really super mad he's like you know what don't mess with me you guys are totally cursed now with the white man from town's curse the curse of the white man from town and i'm gonna do everything i can to fuck with you guys um now he may not have magic like this these folk but he is a corrupt lawyer (laughs) so he knows knows people. people Um, and then he calls Richie. He leaves. And also, I should point out, the, 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 the clan of people, they are kind of taking him seriously after he says that because his hand is bloody and he's like, he's, he means what he's saying. And they're probably like, oh, shit, what strings are he, is he going to pull? Yeah. So he calls his buddy Richie, the mafia guy, and um, he, he, he sends a doctor to Billy's little hotel that he's staying at and uh, the doctor goes there he fixes up his hand and he tells him to expect a visitor tomorrow and Billy's like who? And this doctor's being really ominous for like no reason just because (laughs) (laughs) just because and but the next day Richie shows up and he's like let's fix this shit Um, he's like I got your back my dude yeah and he's being he's actually you know if he do, if he didn't go off the rails crazy and if he wasn't a mafia guy, he's actually a pretty good friend. He is a pretty good friend. Yeah. I will I think he's I I think he's kind of like one of my favorite characters because like he never really claims to be a good guy. Like he no. doesn't Mm-mm. he's not supposed to be and he's just He knows what he is, but he is very supportive of Billy and he wants to help. Um so Richie <laughs> starts devising a plan to really mess with these people. And they go, they break into the gypsy camp, and they poison all their dogs, and they leave a note saying, um, like, take the curse off of white man from town, or something like that. And leave the dogs alone. Leave the dogs they alone. They didn't do anything. And, and then they, <laughs> they're at, like, this gas station, and this dude is sitting in his car, and he not, Richie knocks on the car door, and he's like, hey, I want to pay you. And this guy's like, all right, I'll suck your dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, this guy's obviously a man whore. Yes. 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 And he he wants to pay him to be his lookout. And 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 he does. The guy agrees. Um but then so uh, Richie and Billy are at his hotel room and they look out to see um his the uh richie's car and inside of that car is the guy they paid to be on the lookout and they've got the gypsies have gouged out his eyeballs and put a chicken head in his mouth so rude and it's like that guy didn't do anything he was just a lookout he was just why'd you gotta do him dirty like that i know he was just trying to get his money trying to suck some dick Minding his own business. So at this point, Richie's like, he takes personal offense to it, even though, you know, I don't think human life matters greatly to him, (laughs) to be honest. And so he decides he is going to stock up on some machine guns. And uh, he, uh, he, so hot lady, hot gypsy lady, she has a husband and he manages to abduct this guy. And uh, they're kind of off in a distance and he starts shooting at the gypsy clan while he has this guy hostage. The fucking machine gun. Yeah, with a machine gun. And so they're all coming. They come out with their guns and they try to shoot back. 
and he he basically throws out the hot gypsy lady's husband and he gets shot and dies poor gypsy man husband yeah so the next day the cops are at at the gypsy camp investigating also the gypsy the husband has a note on him yeah and it says white man sets to take it off yes yeah um so the next day the cops are there investigating and richie shows up and they haven't seen his face they don't actually know who he is and he goes to talk to hot gypsy lady and he's like hey come with me i want you to tell me if you know this is the person or that you guys are trying to get and so she thinks he's a cop and he lures her She's also, also, like, awfully trusting, because if a cop was like, yeah, come to the shed with me, like... Yeah. You better double check. That's a red flag. It. Double check. Um, so he he gets her into the shed, and then he basically <laughs> tells her that it's actually... He's the one who was responsible for her husband's death, and he was the one who poisoned the dogs and then shot up the camp. And uh, then he throws, like... He's like, I have acid. And he throws that at her face. And then he's like, just kidding. It's actually soda and vinegar or something like that. <laughs> and he's fucking with her. But then he pulls out a real jar of acid. He's like, but this. Yeah. And he's like making his way to her. Like he's going to fuck her up. And then Billy shows up and he's like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't kill her. And then he tells her, Richie tells the hot gypsy lady that he wants Papa Gypsy to meet them at a certain location and... To take the curse off. To take the curse off. And she she does she does that. And But before they leave the shed, she's on the ground and he puts the acid, the on jar, her on her forehead. So I guess they could get away. Yeah. Or just so he could be an asshole. So she doesn't bring out her slingshot and... True, true, yeah. Them, I guess, yeah. with her slingshot. Um, so Billy is waiting on this park bench and papa gypsy shows up and billy is really looking sick and he looks like he's dying um and and but the old gypsy man he has a pie in his hand and he's basically like i'm gonna help you take off this curse but only because richie is trying to kill everyone and he's crazy and i just don't want to deal with it anymore and i can't touch him to curse him so right and it should be noted that in the book Richie is actually killed. Really? Mm-hmm. Like how? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think I think Billy ends up like finding his hands or something, just his hands and no uh, body. So the so the gypsies do get a hold of him. Yes. Um but he so the a papa gypsy takes Billy's hand and he cuts it open and he squeezes the blood into this pie and he tells him who this this is going to take off your curse if you give this pie to somebody and they eat it then it's going to kill them in a really gross way and it's going to kill them quickly you want to get rid of the curse first you got to give it to this pie then you give this pie <laughs> With the curse inside to somebody else. And Billy's like, rad. But the but Papa Gypsy, he's like, why don't you just eat it yourself and die clean? 
Which is kind of weird for Papa Gypsy to say, because, like, he was out here just killing everybody. Like, not just Billy, but, like, he was yeah. he was willing to kill, like, just the cops and the judge. Yeah, um, but, I mean, he is right, you know. Billy is guilty. He's, He's not right, the best but guy. Um, it's a lot coming from Papa Gypsy, though. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's urging him just to die clean and then don't keep this, like, vengeful cycle going. Even though Papa Gypsy has a vengeful cycle. Yeah. That he probably does to anybody that wrongs but him. But here's the thing. Yeah, and, and obviously it's established through many times in the movie that he does like to fuck with people and that he's not a great guy. Um, but the thing is, if... Billy had actually been punished for his crime, gotten some sort of punishment. Yeah. He wouldn't be being cursed. The judge who's being corrupt and and pulled strings to get his friend out wouldn't have been cursed. Uh, you know, so it's like all these people came together to create a lie to cover for Billy. That's true. I can see. I can see that. Right. So I think, you know, and also, again, Billy <laughs> wasn't paying attention. Well, he, no, he, he wasn't. He and Heidi are also guilty people. Right. Um, and so he's like, sweet, I know just who I want to give this pie to. And he calls home from a payphone. And at this point, he's actually starting to look like instantly better. Mm -hmm. And he calls his, his, his daughter picks up the phone and he tells her to go stay at his, uh, the night at her friend's house and to not, that he's going to be home and that he wants to spend some time with her mom. And, and, and she's like, okay, cool, dad, (laughs) I'll do that. And he gets home, and Heidi is waiting for him. She's sleeping on the couch, and he wakes her up, and he's like, hey. And she's excited to see him. She's, she's very like, excited oh, to see home. him. She's like, I'm so worried about you. Um, and she, and she's like, I know you think that there's something going on with me and Mike, but there absolutely isn't. There was nothing ever going on between yeah. us. Yeah. And he he's like, all right, well, cool. <laughs> I've got a present for you. Uh, cool. I'm going to go to bed. Why don't you go eat this pie I left for you? So he's going upstairs. She goes in the kitchen to eat this, this she's pie. She's like, is it strawberry? My favorite. And then he's like, getting even is what it's all about, you, you bitch. bitch. He says this to himself as he walks away, so Heidi doesn't hear it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the next morning he wakes up and he rolls over and his wife is next to him. And he uncovers her face, and she's... Uh, she is dead. She's dead. Yep, mm-hmm. she's dead. Did you try it? Yep. You tried it. She looks bloody. She, she looks like she was mauled by, like, yeah. a bear. She looks like she's been dead for, like, a long time, too. Like, yeah. her face is and just sunken in. He goes to, like kiss her it's Which is pretty disgusting I don't, and she and he eats a little bit of the pie in her mouth i guess and he's like "Ooh, yeah he's strawberry like, he's like it's diet food or something like that it's diet ha, food ha, get it die ha 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 diet ha, ha, food ha. can't eat it because anyway <laughs> and he looks healthy again he actually looks really great at this point he looks better than he ever has and he's chipper he's in a good mood he goes downstairs the fat suit is gone fat suit is gone and he sees his daughter's stuff. He's like, oh, fuck. On a chair. And he goes into the kitchen and he sees two plates in the sink. And his daughter comes in and she's like, sorry, I didn't spend the night at my friend's house. I just really wanted to talk to mom. 
because um, things haven't been the best between us, but since you've left and all this stuff has been happening. And then she tells him that she had pie that morning for breakfast. And she's like, all right, Dad, I'm going to go play soccer now. <laughs> and then she sticks her finger in the pie. It's like, mmm, yum. Yeah. She really hammers it home. Yeah. And he's obviously like shit. <laughs> so his Fuck. daughter leaves. Honestly, should have just given that pie to like... Himself? Himself. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tard. <laughs> um, and he goes to take a bite of this pie because he's like, well, might as well just kill myself. And then right before he takes a bite, he hears a knock at the door. He goes to answer it, and it's Dr. Mike, who's very surprised to see him. And uh, he's like, oh, you're back. Yeah. And he's like, hey, why don't you come inside and eat this pie with me? And Dr. Mike comes inside to eat this pie with him. And the last shot, he we see him shutting the door. But he, right before he shuts the door. The white doctor from town. Yes. He says, ah, oh, white doctor from town. He likes to throw out little catchphrases to himself. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well have winked when he said it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he shuts the door. And that's the end of the movie. Strawberry pie. Do you think he ate the pie? I do. Yeah. I think, because I mean, I guess after your daughter, like you kill your daughter, like I wouldn't be able to live with that yeah, grief. Yeah, but again, he's not ever like upset over anything he does. No. And he does, he's not even that upset. He doesn't look sad or anything after no. his daughter eats He just it. puts his hand in, on his forehead and be like, oh, what'd I do? Ah, crap. <laughs> ah, crap. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so... Stephen, in Stephen King's novel, it is confirmed that the wife and Dr. Mike were not having an affair. Did she, did he still kill her in the, in the yes. book? In yeah. Do- okay. No, he doesn't kill Dr. Mike in the book. That's oh. a, that's a, a different. What about his daughter? Yes. Oh. She, yes. Okay. And then he eats the pie at the end. And that's how it ends. And okay. that's how it ends. Okay. Yeah. And I do prefer that, like they actually weren't having an affair that whole time, you know, yeah. and that they were both just really worried about him, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that he's just a selfish guy who sees things that aren't there, you know? Kind of just in his own head, in his own reality. Yeah. But, so that was thinner. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, cheating is bad, but... Uh, killing people. Killing people for cheating, I think, is a little much. It's extra. It's extra. It's extra. Just divorce her. Like, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, if, yeah. Anyway. So, we'll be back next week with, uh, I think, either Silver Bullet or Graveyard Shift. Hopefully, two other those lesser are known. <laughs> better movies than this one. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna go uh, receive some Roadhead now. <laughs> well, before you do that, I've got some uh, strawberry pie I've been saving. Do you want to have a slice? Uh, after the Roadhead. <laughs>